Good morning, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane, and today is a, it's time to talk about it because Gen Z is starting to upset me. So, you know, let's let's get into that. Um, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, feel free to contact me in the links down in the description below. And um, yeah, um, also. We have a renegade shout-out. We have a podcast called Cooper Stuff, if you like the band Skillet. The lead singer of that band has made his own podcast called Cooper Stuff, John Cooper. Um, he uses world news, like stuff that's going on in the world, and he correlates it with the Word of God as well. And... Um, he doesn't care who he offends, which is something that I love. Um, I love listening to him. He's really, really cool. So check him out. He's on YouTube. He's on Spotify. And um, yeah. All right. Let's just get right into it. have much of a layout of the podcast today. I am just going to talk freely. Most of the time when I do any type of podcast episode, I have notes or I have articles, fixed articles that I want to read. But today is just me talking about a topic. I'm not sure how Gen Z has named itself the most wounded and most experienced generation um, compared to the millennials and the boomers, but um, I kind of hate it. I, I hate that that's going on because it's like, you're a fetus. You didn't go through anything, okay? I'm not saying that any of these people who are in this generation aren't going through stuff, but when it comes to knowing what's actually going on politically and what's going on um, in general, there's just a lot of stuff that they would rather nitpick that is ridiculous and stupid compared to what millennials and boomers would, you know, nitpick at. Um, boomers... Alright, I would never call a boomer, I would never say a boomer is stupid or anything like that, because I'm a millennial. I'm a 90s baby. Um, I was taught to, you know, respect my parents and respect my family, respect my elders and stuff like that, so I would never say, oh, okay, boomer, because that's just a sign of disrespect that the Gen Z has decided to do. I don't know what they call millennials now, because I know millennials are starting to get on Gen Z's nerves too. I'm going to get on your nerves today, Gen Z. I think the reason why Gen Z has just decided to be as crazy as possible is because, for one, we have so much in our society today that has been confusing them. I don't fully blame Gen Z for everything. But I feel like Gen Z, since we have the LGBTQ community, we have so many different identities that we can call ourselves now. Um, 
we have political uh, parties and everything to confuse them. And they just came into this world. And, and you think, you would think that, you know, they would be wise and, and do something as sit back and watch and try to figure out who they are. But Gen Z has somehow decided to try and decide who they are as quickly as possible because we have um, all these things in, in society that is, you know, basically forced them to believe that, oh, I have to be this to be accepted. I have to be this to feel important. I have to be this um, in order to be liked. And I have to call someone racist to, to, for people to listen to me and all this other stuff. And it's not all Gen Z's fault now that I think about it. Because they live in a very confusing society right now. So with all of that, they are confused. I will say that. Um, though a Gen Z person would actually not say, I'm not confused. I know exactly who I am. I am a pansexual, transgender attack helicopter. I, the, the way Gen Z thinks is so confusing, and I don't know how they live their life day to day, thinking that they, they can live without having a job, um, have a an apartment without having a job to sustain that apartment. They don't know how to pay bills. They don't know how to socialize with other people who are different from them. And, um, it's just sad. And, um, TikTok is one of the main places where Gen Z thrives. And, uh, it is ridiculous. They always want to take something political. Um, they always want to make something political, excuse me. Um, and they always want to pick a fight with somebody. With somebody. Anybody. <laughs> um, they could pick a fight with a dog if they really wanted to, if they called them the wrong pronoun. I, <laughs> it's um, ridiculous. But anyway, I was watching a, uh, a YouTube video last night, actually, about how Gen Z has uh, been picking rather stupid fights with everybody. Um, apparently, there are some pronouns out there called neo-pronouns. Neo-pronouns are pronouns specifically designed for that specific person. So, um, instead of they, them, or um, she, her, if they're transgender or whatever, um, or he, him, it's they, them. And I'm like, how is anybody going to recognize that you are a they, them? How is anybody going to recognize if you are a tulip sunflower pronoun? How, how is anybody going to understand that? I'm sorry. Um, no one is going to ask you for your pronouns. Not everybody is going to do that, and that's what I feel like Gen Z is going to have to understand. That not everybody is going to ask you for your pronouns. It doesn't mean that they're a bad person, but it does mean that people don't care. And 
my bed for a minute because I'm upset. <laughs> um, nobody's gonna care about your pronouns. I don't care what people's pronouns are. All right. I just I can't. I don't care. I don't have that ability to care. I I haven't been brought up in that generation, and I just don't care. Um. If you look like a woman, I'm gonna call you a woman. If you look like a dude, I'm gonna call you a dude. If you look like both, I'm probably gonna step back and walk away because no. Um, and that is not because I, I'm not trying to sound um, prejudice. I'm not trying to sound that way. It's just because Gen Z has made it so hard to even talk to them that even opening my mouth to say, oh, hi, ma'am, or hi, sir, is completely impossible. And I don't want to start a fight with anybody. That's how bad it's become. That's how bad it's become with a lot of people in this generation. Not only that, like I said, they 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 thrive off of their pronouns. They thrive off their off of their sexuality, their identity, and they also thrive off of cultural appropriation. You don't know what cultural appropriation is. You're a fetus, like I said. You're a kid. How would you know? Cultural appropriation did not exist back in the 90s. As far as I know, because when I was a kid, I cared about playing outside. I didn't really care about cultural appropriation. If I called you the wrong name or the wrong pronoun, people didn't get upset. Anyway, there was this TikToker on this um, YouTube video talking about how, can we talk about how, um, you know, saying bon appetit is borderline cultural appropriation so so me so me knowing some bits and pieces of languages is cultural appropriation because i'm white right um okay that's another thing um if you're white you shouldn't have an opinion you're racist automatically, and no one wants to hear your voice. Well, guess what? I'm white, and you're gonna hear me. Anyways, it, it's just stupid. The, the stupid things. I just woke up, and I just decided to do this just to get it out of the way today, because I have a lot of things to do. But, um, I'm gonna try to make sense of everything. Um, first of all, knowing little bits of languages is okay. It's not cultural appropriation. It's actually the opposite. If anybody wants to assume a certain custom is accepted in a certain culture, such as like, um, if somebody assumed that uh, Spanish or Mexican people ate at Taco Bell all the time, which is very prejudiced, <laughs> that would be cultural appropriation. If it really existed, if it really was something that should matter, um, that would be cultural appropriation. Assuming that 
every Mexican eats Mexican food all of the time because it's customary in Mexico. That's something that has come from Mexico and everybody assumes that they eat tortillas and corn shells and all that stuff and wears sombreros all the time. That is cultural appropriation. That's assuming that one culture is going to look the same way in every walk of life from every person. That, to me, is cultural appropriation, and that's something that we shouldn't do. And um, that's also borderline racism. But if you're on, you know, celebrating Cinco de Mayo and you want to wear a sombrero and, you know, have a good time, I don't see how that's cultural appropriation. I don't. Because we've been doing it for generations and nobody has spoken up until now. And most of the time, it's Gen Z that wants to pick a fight and say, take off the sombrero, cut off your dreads. Um, what's another one? Stop saying things in Italian or Spanish. You can't tell people what to do, Gen Z. Sorry, you can't. No one's going to listen to you. You can't control how people feel. You can't control how people live. And you also can't control how people speak. And how people... What people wear and all this stuff. But on the other hand, Gen Z wants to do whatever they want. And they want to be recognized for it. That's not how the world works. That's not how the world is ever going to be for you, Gen Z. If you are going to walk around with that same mentality that everything, like everybody in the world, especially in the past generations, owes you something, you are going to be sorely disappointed. No one owes you a damn thing. You either build your life from the ground up like we have, or you are going to end up poor, fat, and stupid. I'm not sorry I said it. There is another problem that I don't like. Um, There are certain cultures that have certain similarities, such as the Dutch and um, the Native American. They share, you know, the hairdo of braids. They've always had braids. They they wear braids. Um, Same thing with um, the Vikings and the African-Americans, they wear dreads. And I don't see how picking a fight with a hairdo that is on the wrong color of skin should be a problem. It's a freaking hairdo. I've seen a video of a white man who had dreads and an African-American woman and an African-American man pulled out some scissors and told him to cut them off because he's appropriating their culture. How do you know that he's not a Viking? How do you know that he's not directly uh, related to a Viking? Vikings wore dreads. Vikings wore braids. It is not specifically your hairdo. All right? If If that's the mentality we should have in order to accommodate the Black Lives Matter movement or the African-American movement, then um, no African-American should wear a weave and have straight hair because you're appropriating the white culture who has straight hair. 
But if I, if I said that to someone who is part of the Black Lives Matter, they'd get very upset. They'd get very upset. How dare you? I'm sorry. You don't want me to wear braids? You don't want me to wear dreads? You don't want me to, you know, wear anything a part of somebody else's culture? Then um, maybe you should, you know, take off your wig or your weave. Because then if you didn't, you'd be a hypocrite, right? And my personal opinion, a woman who wears dreads, whether they're white, black, Hispanic, um, Asian, I think it looks badass on any woman. They look up, <laughs> they look stunning. I wish I could wear them without someone trying to pull my hair and pick a fight with me uh, where I live. I wish I could because they are the most beautiful things, like the most beautiful hairdo I have ever seen. Um, I think it's gorgeous. Women who wear them look like a badass warrior, and I love that. I love that. Whether you're, you know, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. Um, it's a hairdo, and it looks good on anybody. I mean, stop it. And, you know, back in the day, way back in the day, when explorers came to Africa. Now, I won't say this happened all the time but in certain countries where explorers came um, to learn about culture sometimes different tribes different uh, settlers or different people who live in that area would accept this um, explorer and share their customs with them give them their linen give them their food um, show them how their way of life is. And we see that now still, if you ever look at travel shows where, um, people go to Peru and they, um, sit down and eat with them and wear their clothes. It, it's all about sharing customs. It's all about, it's basically educating themselves like they're educating themselves about other worlds out there like other countries out there and it's been a custom for so long i'm not saying that all explorers had you know the people's best interest in mind i know that some explorers were very very evil and all that stuff i'm saying some explorers were accepted some of their customs of the people that they met were accepted, were shared. And that's what I believe, um, especially like, like I said, in travel shows, you see that all the time. Um, it's basically a way for us to see the way of life from other people. And if we don't have that, then we're not educating ourselves. If we don't learn about certain languages, we're not learning about their way of life. We're not learning about how they communicate. And don't Gen Z want us to educate ourselves? Because that's what I hear a lot of the time. Gen Z is like, educate yourself. 
educate yourself. You're so stupid. Educate yourself. You're so racist. Ma'am, sir, they, them, they, them. Person, listen. If you stop people from learning different cultures, isn't that cultural appropriation? Keeping people ignorant from different customs, different cultures, different things, different ways of life from all different countries. If you're keeping them from that, they're, they can't educate themselves because they would be doing exactly what, they, what you've told them to do. To stay stupid. And to be honest, if, if we're all going to take away people's dreads and people's braids, no matter, you know... Like, if they're white or, you know, they're not part of our culture, then I guess we have to take away African-Americans' weaves and wigs. And um, not only that, we have to take away uh, language classes in schools because that's racist. We would have to stop eating um, at Mexican restaurants because that's cultural appropriation, right? That's racist if we sit down and eat a tortilla. Um... Taco Bell has to go out of business because they're appropriating Mexican food. Um, what's another thing? Oh, and you can't cosplay your favorite Japanese anime character because that would be cultural appropriation. I just made the cosplay community very pissed off. That would be racist because you're appropriating their culture, right? Right? Gen Z would say that I'm wrong because the way I'm talking doesn't suit their way of life. If you're not inherently Jewish, then you can't be Jewish because that would be racism, right? You can't adopt Islam as your religion because that would be racist, right? Or Hinduism because that would be racist, right? Buddhism, that would be racist. You're appropriating China. You're appropriating the Asian nations that believe in Buddha because you're not Asian, right? Can't drink tea because most cultures that aren't white, unless you you know, look into your ancestry.com, right? And see if you're, you know, Irish or, um, you know, British. You can't drink tea if, if you're not any of those cultures because we would be culturally appropriating their culture, right? We can't eat mochi. That's Japanese. We can't eat mochi. No more mochi. No more rice. We can't eat rice. We can't eat rice. The, the people um, in Japan... And China, they would not like that, right? According to Gen Z's um, philosophy, we can't do anything. <laughs> we can't do anything. Because if we don't, because if we do, then we're appropriating some sort of culture, right? So, no, Gen Z, you're not allowed to eat rice. You're not allowed to eat spaghetti. God forbid you can't eat spaghetti because guess what? That would be cultural appropriation because Italians eat spaghetti, right? You're assuming, Gen Z, that every um, Asian person eats right, eats right, <laughs> eats rice, and you also um, assume that everyone in Italy and Sicily and all of those. Um, Italian islands and everything like that. They they always eat spaghetti for dinner, right? You're you're assuming their culture. You can't wear Viking tattoos 
Viking tattoos has been a very popular thing nowadays. You can't get a Viking tattoo, guys, because you would be appropriating the Viking culture. You would be appropriating the Scandinavian culture, and the Scandinavians wouldn't like it, right? This is what I mean when I say Gen Z is stupid. Okay, let, let, let me say something real quick. Alright, I'm looking at a map. Okay, most of this map consists of Africa and Asia. So, and Saudi Arabia. Or not Saudi Arabia, the Middle East. And, um, most of these countries are hostile countries towards Christianity. But let's focus on the Middle East and, um, the top half of Africa. Alright. Anybody in the Gen Z generation, alright, if you're American, you cannot travel to the top half of Africa or in the Middle East. Do you want to know why? Because you would die. And I'm not saying that to scare anybody, and I'm not saying that because I'm white and apparently I'm racist. I'm saying that if you go to the top half of Africa, meaning Algeria, um, Mali, um, let's see, Libya, Egypt, Somalia, Ethiopia, Sudan, um, Nigeria, Kenya, any of those places that I've named, all right, you cannot go there because you're transgender, you're homosexual, I wouldn't, I'm sorry, I'm assuming your sexuality, but most of the people in Gen Z who are complaining about white people and people who are culturally appropriating other cultures, um, most of them are transgender or part of the LGBTQ community. Alright, I've said this once and I've say, I'll say it again, the top half of Africa and Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Oman, um, Iran, Iraq, Turkey, Syria, alright? Afghanistan, Pakistan, Uzbekistan, and Kazakhstan, all of those countries will not accept you. You want to know why? Because most of them have cultures that believe that someone who is homosexual should die. Alright? If you are transgender, you better not tell anybody because you would die. And I'm not making any threats. This is true. Alright? In the top half of Africa, like Algeria, Nigeria, um, Mali, even in South Africa, there are laws that say if you are homosexual, you can be jailed. You can be put into prison. And God forbid, if you get caught by um, a radical Islamist or a radical Muslim because um, there are guerrilla groups in Africa that want to kill anybody that is different from them, especially Christians. But we're not talking about Christianity right now. We're talking about Gen Z. If you walk anywhere and they see that you look different, they're going to shoot you. But in America, you're not, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that. You want to know why? Because you're spoiled as frick. You're spoiled little brats. You need to understand, Gen Z, that you have the freedom to be whatever you want. You are not oppressed. You are not oppressed. There are people in Africa 
and in Saudi Arabia and in the Middle East in general that die because of their faith, that die because of the way they want to live, that die because they decide that they're homosexual, transgender, and what have you. But they die because they believe that they are something different than the culture that they are, like they're in. They will die because they don't have the freedom to express themselves like you do. So don't tell me, Gen Z, that in America you are oppressed when someone calls you the wrong pronoun. How dare you? There are people out there, out in the world, because you guys want to talk about cultural appropriation and how we need to, you know, respect other cultures. You need to respect the fact that there are people out there like you that die because of what they are. I hope a Gen Z is actually listening. You are spoiled to death in America. We give you way too much freedom. We have given Gen Z way too much freedom. There are people who are Gen Z that have actually attacked somebody because they called them the wrong pronoun. That is the most pettiest fight to pick when there are people like you out there in the world right now dying because they chose your way of life. How dare you? The next time you want to open your mouth and say, I'm oppressed because no one calls me the right pronouns because I've decided that I'm a pansexual butterfly today, no one is going to care because there's bigger problems and bigger matters that matter a whole lot more than you. And Gen Z, that's what you need to open your eyes and understand. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your pronouns because there are things like this happening. And you need to pick a better issue to fight for. It's not all about you. It's never been about you. I'm not saying that you don't matter. I'm saying that are, there are matters much more important than the matters that you guys decide to pick fights for. I'm not saying that Gen Z has never been bullied because of what they are or what they choose to be, all right, what they believe that they are. I'm not saying that, but most of the time, if you're picking fights over somebody in a restaurant calling you sir because you look like a man wearing a damn dress, you probably don't have anything going on in your life, and you're probably pissed off. You've been itching to be pissed off about something, and posted onto TikTok, making you sound like you're important. You guys cry when you are so offended, but guess what? The countries that I named, no one can afford to be offended. You want to know why? Because they would die if they spoke up. If you're a feminist, God forbid if you live in the Middle East and you're a feminist, you would be beaten, beheaded, or poured boiling water upon your face and be defaced for the rest of your life. 
God forbid if you were a feminist in Africa because you would die. Pick and choose your battles wisely. If you want to be remembered, Gen Z, pick certain topics and certain things that you are passionate about wisely. Because the way that you are going now makes absolutely no sense. And it makes me sick. Nobody has the time to owe you anything and nobody has the time to call you the, your own made-up pronouns that you made up when you woke up this morning. If you're 21, 22, or if you're just in your 20s, get a job. Clean yourself up. Get a job. That's how the world works. Get a job. Make something of yourself. The world doesn't owe you anything, especially if you haven't done anything to, you know, try to make a difference in it. You want to make yourself matter? You want to make your voice matter? How about you start realizing that other people matter besides you and your problems? There are Gen Z kids that believe that coming out as homosexual is braver than actually going into the military to serve their country. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, your sexuality is important to you, but it's not always going to be important to the world around you. So therefore, I don't think, compared to that, I don't think it's brave because a soldier goes out knowing that he may die and not come home to his family every day. The mentality of Gen Z kids, it has to stop at some point because I'm afraid for the next generation that comes up. What in the world are they gonna look like? How in the world are they going to understand society? How are, how are they going to receive what they see? How is the next generation going to see Gen Z? Because Gen Z, you don't understand this. You're leading and paving the way for the next generation. Do you really wanna show them what you're doing now? is important because it's not I've already proved it's not you know what the sad thing is though there's probably gonna be some Gen Z kids that do listen to this and not care and that's fine I know my voice doesn't matter to some people but it matters to some other people and for those people who consider my voice important thank you for one but I'm not here to make myself sound important. I'm merely a woman with a voice who wants to talk about these things. It is disgusting to me that this new generation has decided that they are the vigilantes, the um, warriors of compared to the boomers and the millennials that paved the way for them to be spoiled. Honestly, uh, us millennials did not intend for Gen Z to be this way. Don't know what happened, 
boomers are probably looking at you like, this is ridiculous. How in the world did y'all end up like this? How in the world did you end up like this? Picking fights over the smallest things. Here's one thing that I've learned in my life. All right. If a millennial paving the way for a Gen Z, if a Gen Z is willing to listen, here's one thing that I've learned in my life. Being offended is a privilege. If you're offended, understand that that's a privilege. You have the privilege to be offended. All right. When you're offended, it means that your character has been either attacked or challenged. All right. Like I said, in other countries, if they're offended, they 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 don't have the privilege to to be offended and say something back to somebody. Not all the time. So understand that when you're offended, it's a privilege to be offended in America. You have that right to be offended and say something about it. That, understand that whenever you're offended, it means that you have a privilege. It has nothing to do with white privilege. It has nothing to do with any type of other privilege. It's a privilege. Like, you are allowed. You are allowed to be offended in America. You are allowed to say something about you being offended in America. You are allowed to be offended in general. Anybody who's offended in any of these countries on this map... They can't say anything. You want to know why? Because they would die. Their families' homes would be burned down. And they would rather keep their mouth shut. But when you're offended in America, most of the time, you're not going to get any punishment from that. Especially when you speak up against, you know, you being offended. Alright? When you're offended, something inside happens. Alright? It means you know where you stand, you're able to fight for where you're standing, and you keep standing where you're at. Not everybody has that privilege. You're allowed to be offended. So think about it. Every time you are offended, you know who you are. Every time you get offended, you understand who you are inside. Because you're defending whatever you just got offended by you're you're defending yourself against the offense if you know what i mean at least we know you got some fight you got some fight in you it's just picking the right fight being uh, misgendered and not being called the right pronouns is such a petty thing to pick at to fight against because there's other people in the world other than you Gen Z that are suffering because they can't be called that that are literally dying because they can't be called the right pronouns just saying now I'm not trying to say that I support the LGBTQ community I don't I'm an old-fashioned woman And I know some people might not like that, 
but I just don't support it. I don't usually talk about why I don't support the LGBT community, but most of the time, even if I explain it, I'm going to be a hateful person. I'm going to be labeled a hateful person. So, I mean, I'm fine being a hateful person. I'm fine not, you know, supporting the LGBTQ community or whatever. But it's not going to stop me from talking about it and how toxic it's become. It's not going to stop me from talking about it. You want to know why? Because I have that privilege to talk about it. Not everybody gets that privilege to talk about it. Not everybody has that privilege to have a podcast to talk about it. And knowing that I have that allowance, knowing that I am allowed to talk about this, is what makes me keep talking on my podcast. It's what makes me keep making these episodes. It's because it matters to me. Alright? And most of the time, they're very serious episodes. I'm very passionate about speaking out against things. Because back in the day, my family never really liked to listen to my voice. Because it would convict them of what they were doing. Or what they wanted to do. They wanted to stay in their little niche of comfort and whenever I opened my mouth they would get upset they would get offended or they would not like it they would say Sarah stop being dramatic and all this other stuff hmm sounds about right sounds a little familiar doesn't it you're not the only person that hasn't been heard you're just another person that feels like they're not heard One of the reasons why I chose to make a podcast is for my voice to be heard. It's not for me to feel important. I'm not important. I try my best to stay humble every single day. I don't believe I'm that important. But the 48 countries that listen say that I am. And I am humbled by that. Some of those countries that listen are the restricted nations that I've talked about. And I'm honored by that. Yeah, but whatever I'm labeled as, whether I'm, you know, a hateful person because I don't support you guys, I don't support the LGBTQ and the stupidity of Gen Z, alright, I'm fine being a hateful person to you guys. It's fine. Because I know that there are also sensible people out there that need to listen to this. And that's cool. That's who I'm talking to. And if a Gen Z ends up listening and their eyes are opened, I don't assume that's going to happen. But if that happens, awesome. Hi. Welcome. But if you guys want to talk about how Barlow's need to be um, recognized and how you need to be called your right pronouns without even telling them about your pronouns or um, fighting against cultural appropriation that somehow appeared out of nowhere once Gen Z appeared, um, go ahead. But, I mean, 
if you don't want to talk about the war on Ukraine or the um, communism in China or the um, misogynistic view of men in Japan, um, you know, towards women, which is true. Okay, I've seen a video of it. There have been um, Japanese women who have been um, sexually harassed because of how they look. Uh, and they're harassed by men all the time there. But if you don't want to talk about those things and you think that, that those topics are more important because they're all self-focused on you instead of other people most of the time, go ahead and do it. It's fine. Um, just know that you're probably going to look stupid doing it because not everyone is going to care about your pronouns. And I'm not saying this to bully you. I'm saying there are greater things, more important things happening in the world than your problems. People need to understand that. No, but if you think you can beat the system by, you know, not paying bills and living in an apartment complex, um, go ahead and do it. Um, cause you know, you're, you're gonna be homeless by the end of the day. I... <laughs> If you think that not having a job or having a minimum wage job is beneath you, then how about you go to college and study to be a doctor or study to be something that, you know, is more, it's going to give you more money. I saw some lady on it on TikTok t a while ago. I'm, I watch TikTok a lot. <laughs> um... She and her boyfriend and her dog live in their car. And I don't know if she had any pronouns or whatever, but she went up to Walmart, filled out an application, and she said, I demand to be paid $50 an hour. <laughs> what? It's minimum wage, ma'am. What the heck? You can't assume your own wage. You just can't do that. You can't demand that upon anybody because guess what? There's people there, I think right now, don't quote me on it, I think right now since there's been a lot of like low, um, what is it? there's a work shortage because nobody wants to work anymore because Biden decided to give a whole lot more stimulus checks because of the pandemic. Okay. Um, the minimum wage for Walmart, for Walmart workers is $11 at the moment, maybe 11 or 12. And that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, for anybody who like works full time or even part time, that's actually pretty good. Um, demanding $50 an hour um, would make you a conflict of interest. And when I say that, it's um, when a worker is... Um, how do you say this? I'm trying to think about how to say it. It's when a worker is treated better than all the other workers, basically. 
Um, it's one of the reasons why a lot of friends who own businesses or are part of businesses won't hire friends because that would be a conflict of interest. Um, they don't want to get um, caught in that because it is something that uh, people can get in trouble by. So um, for your boss to agree to being for you to, you know, be paid um, $50 an hour more than your other co-workers, that would be a conflict of interest because you would be treating be- being treated better than the other co-workers um, that you're working with, and that's not fair. But apparently she thinks it's not fair to not be, you know, paid $50 an hour. She has a very warped concept of what work is. Um, just get a job. Sure, it's going to take some time for you to actually get a home, but at least you'd be working towards it. I don't think this girl has ever worked a day in her life, and that's the problem. That's the problem. And trust me, I've been there. Um, I hardly worked. Uh, I used to live off the government. And, um, it was, it was bad. It was bad. And, um, yeah. But I didn't stay there. I didn't stay there. And I I still got some progress that I, I need to start working in my life. And there's always going to be some sort of progress that I have to work towards. That's life. You don't always stay in one place. You don't always stay stagnant or complacent. If you do that, you end up being lazy. But now I have a job that I love. I love working at my job and I am passionate about what I do. But I also had to do other jobs in order to get there. So don't assume, I don't know, man. (laughs) I'm just saying I would rather work my ass off than sit on my ass and not do anything now. I mean, Gen Z, give it a chance. Hard work is rewarding. I mean, I'm, I'm so sorry if you, um... Oh, that's another thing. Oh, my God. Oh, why didn't I think of this before? You self-diagnose yourselves to get attention on TikTok. That's why you're not working. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. No wonder you guys are work aren't working because you guys think that people who have Tourette's don't work. They do sometimes. Or someone who has bipolar can't work normally. They can. Or if someone has multiple or uh, border personality disorder, they can't work. Yes, they can. I love the fact that there are so many people in Gen Z that decide that. They wake up in the morning. They're like, "I think I'm gonna be. I think I'm gonna have Tourette syndrome today." <laughs> Quit appropriating mental illness. I said it. I'm not sorry. <laughs> now, if you're serious about it, go to a uh, psychologist to see if that's what you got, and don't get upset that you don't have it. Because honestly, count yourself blessed. I've never had Tourette's. But I have, a long time ago, been diagnosed with OCD and depression. Basically, my life consisted of trying to be as perfect as as I can be 
And then by the time I end up reaching that perfection, something happens that disappointed me, and then I just plunge into a depression. That was a never-ending cycle. That is a potent mix, and I don't understand why anybody would want to self-diagnose themselves with that, or Tourette's, or um, multiple personality disorder. I don't understand. There's actually people that suffer from MPD and BPD, and, um, you know, they, they sometimes wish that they weren't this way. And I don't understand why anybody would want to... It's a mental illness, it's not a trend. That's, that's the thing that I'm trying to get to. If you're depressed, or if you feel like you're sad and all this stuff, and you have certain tics and stuff like that, at least go to a doctor and find out if that's what you got. Because if you don't, and you're just going to self-diagnose yourself, saying that, oh, excuse me, <laughs> and say that I have Tourette's Syndrome, I have MPD, and BPD, and autism. Some people actually assume that they have autism too. It's not okay. You're culturally appropriating the mental health community. You are. Stop it. But it's okay, right? Because it's okay if Gen Z does it because um, at least they're doing it for good reasons, right? I don't even know what their reasoning would be to appropriate someone who has a mental illness like that. Um, they just want attention. Gen Z, you just want attention. You're attention whores, you're attention seekers. Everything that matters to a Gen Z person is getting paid $50 an hour to uh, work at Walmart and also um, to get as many TikTok followers as possible. Which means assuming that they have a Tourette syndrome in order to gain views and viewers and followers and all of that. <sighs> you frustrate me. And if you guys don't um, listen to me regularly, I have read an article about this before, about how this has kind of become an epidemic on TikTok of uh, mostly girls who want to be recognized that they are, they have Tourette's Syndrome because um, the most outrageous actions on TikTok get the views. They get attention, they get more attention, they get more followers. So um, now the, the article is saying like, maybe this is a new mental illness that is coming out. It's not. Stop it. If you are a healthy human being without any mental illness, without depression, without OCD, without Tourette's, without MPD, without BPD, um, what's another one? Without bipolar, uh, without autism, count yourself blessed. I'm not saying that any of those people who actually have those mental illnesses don't matter. Of course they do. I'm saying if you don't have any of those, count yourself blessed. Because your life is a little bit easier. And the thing is that I feel like Gen Z wants their lives to appear like it's hard in order to get more attention. And 
the reason why they want more attention is because they see YouTubers and TikTokers do the same thing. I don't think it's necessarily coming from the home anymore because the phone is basically their parent now. Their phone, their TV screen, their computer screen is all parenting them. Saying, you should be this way, you should fake this illness in order to get views and attention and all that. I don't think it's necessarily the parents' fault anymore. Most of the time, I would say I blame the parents because the parents are the reflection of the children. But I honestly think that it has nothing to do with the parents anymore. It has everything to do with what the kids are watching nowadays. And yeah, I do believe that the parents should be regulating what kids watch, of course, that is their responsibility. But if you ever have a kid, if you've ever had a kid, if you tell them not to do something, they're definitely gonna do it anyways because they think they know more than you. So whether they listen to you or not, I don't think it's the parents fault all of the time because a child uh, who's Gen Z or who's a kid who is in the Gen Z generation can um, you know assume all of this stuff about themselves and have a good life and it's strange it's a phenomenon to me because usually I would say yes the parents are the reflection of the children, or the children are the, are the reflection of the parents. But nowadays, um, it doesn't matter how well a parent is teaching their child, there has just been a, an uprise of rebellion in the home, in the schools. Um, Gen Z doesn't have any respect for anybody um, nowadays. They don't have respect for their parents. They definitely don't have any respect for their teachers because I've seen, you know, teachers being abused by students. I've seen, um, a student throw a chair at a teacher's head and his head started bleeding. And they all started laughing like that was something so funny and outrageous that they can put on TikTok and, oh, I'm important now because I abused my teacher. And I'm sure it escalates even in the home. I don't know this YouTuber's name because she's not really that important to me that I would learn her name. But she thinks that she's got 7 billion uh, subscribers on YouTube and she's live all of the time, constantly. And one day she fell asleep on... Um, her live and she ended up recording an argument between her sister and her father now mind you this girl is so deluded that she's made fun of people with cancer and she's uh, said that her father has come to kill her because of you know what um, her father did because they've you know, I guess his boss found out about the live and he got fired because of the live, because of what was um, going on in the home. It shouldn't have been shown. He should have been more responsible with his kids and all this other stuff. Um, don't really know the whole story. But the thing is, is that um, that YouTuber 
has no consequences whatsoever. She lives in a very rich family. She lives in a very rich home. And her father disowned her. Her father decided to drop her insurance and cut her off from all the money that, uh, you know, is in the family. Because most of the time, rich families, they share the bank account, you know, because they're spoiled brats. And, um, so yeah, that's an example of it escalating in the home. The father didn't do anything wrong. He was just trying to reprimand his sister. And because of the, uh, YouTuber girl recording the altercation or the audio from the altercation, he loses his job. But she doesn't care because at least there's people watching her. Gen Z does not have any respect for anybody and they will do whatever they want and whatever they can in order for them to be heard, recognized. Uh, they want to keep being spoiled. And all of that. There's something going on downstairs. I don't know what's going on. It sounds like somebody's drilling something. Oh yeah, they're fixing something. Usually when I want to talk about Gen Z, I don't usually talk about Gen Z that much, but I think it has been um, well overdue um, in talking about this issue because um, there it, it is just so crazy how privileged, yeah, I said it, how privileged Gen Z is because they get away with this. They get away with beating their teachers and stealing their teacher's wig or... Um, hurting their parents, exposing their parents for whatever dumb reason, and making them lose their jobs. They don't care. As long as they get attention, that's okay. As long as they're validated in whatever lifestyle they chose, it's okay. <clears throat> and I find that hilarious how um, they think that's how life works. They think that life works within TikTok or YouTube or social media. And like I said, um, yeah, Gen Z is spoiled. And the thing is, is that there are also people that, that root for these people who, um, actually pay them through Cash App and Venmo because of, um, their way of life and how, like, savage they are and all this other stuff. And it shouldn't be rewarded because that's not how real life works. And I'm sitting here as a millennial and I'm like, y'all get away with way too much. Way too much. I don't understand how you guys get away with so much. Um, it is outrageous and it should be stopped. I mean, besides Corona, okay, I think Gen Z stupidity is the new pandemic. Hmm, I probably shouldn't have said that, but there you go, I said it. Because y'all are getting rewarded for your bad behavior, like... You know how disappointed I am as a millennial? Like, I'm so disappointed in you guys. You guys are so much better than that. You guys are so much better than, you know, handicapping yourselves. Not just in a fake uh, mental illness, but also in your fake sexualities and fake identities. 
you know, you'd rather stay a child. You'd rather stay a crying little baby child. And you don't actually recognize how much potential you actually have as a human being. You have the potential to run your own business. You have the potential to be a CEO if that's what you want to be and work hard for it. You know, millennials, you guys, we had to work for what we had. Okay? Given we're probably a little spoiled, a little more spoiled than boomers, because boomers are like the the ones that we stand on. They're the foundation that millennials stand on. And to be honest, as a millennial, I don't want to be the foundation that the Gen Z stands on. Because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Okay? Society has spoiled you. People have spoiled you. You spoil yourselves. And you guys are just the most confusing people out there right now. And I... You know, I said this before, I am very afraid of what the next generation is going to look like because if they're anything like Gen Z or worse, I don't want to be around them. Especially if they're going to pick fights about racism or the um, petty things that I've talked about before, about assuming someone's um, gender or sexuality or identity or anything like that. Listen, if you have that way of life, you don't have to flaunt it all the time. Just be you, okay? I'm not supporting it, but if that's what you want to be, you don't have to talk about it all the time. My way of life, I don't usually talk about my personal life all the time on here. I talk about the things that matter to me. I talk about Gen Z and how spoiled they are. I talk about pedophiles, which also Gen Z thinks that um, it should be part of the LGBTQ community. Because you guys call them maps. Minor, minor attracted people. Um, shut up. That just tells me you've never been molested or raped by an old man. Or somebody older than you. That tells me you've never gone through anything like that. So shut up. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You want to validate pedophiles? You need to go somewhere. How about you go to Africa and find out how hard their life is? That tells me that you've never been touched inappropriately by someone that you've never consented to. There are people out there that have, and they want pedophiles to die. That one just got me pissed off. That one just got me angry. I don't know how I got there, but I got there. Well, it's time for a break. If I'm going to get this pissed off about a topic, I might as well get paid for it.
If you were going to sit there and defend pedophiles for touching children, um, that tells me you've never experienced anything. You've never experienced a damn thing. The way that you assume that you have a mental illness tells me that you've never experienced that mental illness. You're actually just making a joke. You're appropriating, which is hypocritical because you keep on saying that appropriating a certain culture is wrong. Alright? I don't believe that mental health should ever be a culture, but there are mental health communities out there that support each other, and you don't belong in it, especially if you're just gonna get it for views. It's not cute, it's not trendy, it's not unique, and it's not quirky. If you're going to sit here and say that I'm appropriating a certain culture because I have a certain thing or a certain hairdo, that tells me that you've never experienced real racism before. Or real, um, prejudice before. And no, I'm not talking about someone misgendering you or misgendering the gender that you've decided to be that day. I'm talking about real race. The LGBT community is not a race, it's a community. Get it straight. You being gay, transgender, bisexual, that is not a race. Quit saying that it's racist when someone doesn't agree with what you choose to be or what you believe that you are. It's not racist. Quit assuming that you are a race just because you're gay or, um, whatever. Because you're not a race. A race is a skin of color, alright? It's the shade of skin that you have. Nowadays it means everything because everybody wants to be included. Everybody wants the Me Too movement. Oh yes, guess what? I'm a feminist who also hates white people, but guess what? I'm white, but if anybody decides to say that I'm white, I'm gonna say that I'm Mexican. Y'all are so messed up. So messed up in the head. It's hilarious to me. I I'll, I would literally sit there and laugh at you. Like, even the Christian community wants to include the um, LGBTQ and be like, Oh, you guys gotta love each other. You gotta love people who are... Who says I'm not loving them when I'm giving them tough love and saying that their lifestyle isn't actually biblical? Who says that I don't love gay people? Who says that I don't love the LGBTQ when um, I'm willing to say that, listen, guess what? The Bible says that thou shalt not lay a man with a man as with womankind, okay? That basically means, if you care about my translation of the Bible, because nowadays the Bible can be translated in many different ways, because now people think that Jesus was gay. I don't know how they got that, got to that assumption, but how in the world would Jesus be gay when he's already condemned it in the Bible anyways? A man should not lay with another man. It says this, you shouldn't lay with another man like you would with a woman because it is an abomination. If you don't like it, take it or leave it. I'm not sorry. 
that's what Christianity is, and all of those people in the Christian community that are trying to make excuses for the LGBTQ community because they've been hated on for so many years, you're a coward. I'm not afraid to be hated. I'm not afraid to get hurt. I'm not afraid to be to upset people or offend people. I've been offending people all of my life. I've offended my own friends. And I'm not sorry for it. Because guess what? If their way of life is not uh, is not okay, I'm going to say something. That's love. I know that might be backwards for some people, but guess what? It's called tough love. It's actually real. If I see a soul going to hell, I'm not going to sit there and watch them die in flames. I'm going to say, listen, I know this may hurt, but what you're doing is wrong. Listen, I know this may hurt you, but, um, you know, trying to include pedophiles in your community is wrong. You're victimizing children. I'm not afraid anymore to say anything. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not afraid of it. And if I lose people that I love because of this, if I lose friends because of this, so be it. At least I'm being true to who I am. Because if I'm not true to myself, I lose myself. And that's what a lot of people in the Christian community are doing now. They're losing their own values. They're losing their own biblical values because they want to be liked. It's disgusting, it's demeaning, and God will judge you for that. I'm not saying you can't love people who are different from you. You can. Love speaks volumes. But there are different types of love. Okay? There's parental love, alright? Paternal love. There's love out there that says, I love you enough to tell you that you are walking in to something that you don't know what you're walking into. I love you enough to speak and be hated enough in order to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. That's called tough love. All right? That's called paternal love. That's love. I love you enough to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. Because if I don't, one day it's gonna bite me in the ass. If I just let it happen and continue to love you, I'm the one that sent you into that path. I'm the one to blame. I'm the one with blood on my hands. If I don't say anything, your blood is on my hands and God will see that. If I don't speak about this stuff, then it is on me. I'm letting something happen. I'm letting this culture happen. I'm letting this these habits happen. I'm letting all of this stuff happen if I don't speak about it. If I don't talk about it, if I don't fight for it. If I don't fight for my own voice to be heard, it means that I'm letting sin happen. I'm letting all of that happen. If I don't, I'm letting all of that happen. So yes, I know I'm talking about Gen Z. If I don't speak out against what Gen Z is doing, then I'm helping them do it.
if you understand what I mean. I can't stand the hypocrisy in society today. You are not transgender. You are biologically male. God does not make mistakes, and I don't care if you believe in God or not. All right? Something happened in your life to make you think that you are a different gender inside. Okay? That's just what I believe. Do I hate you for it? No. All right? Deep down, deep down in your shell of a body is a soul that I care about. And that's why I talk about this stuff. Beyond all the labels of gay, straight, bi, all this other stuff that you guys call yourselves. African American, Asian, uh, white. All of these things that we're fighting under, I look underneath and say, guess what? They're all souls. They're all people. They are all human beings. And if I don't say something, that means that I don't care about them. And I know I've talked about a lot of things, and I know that my passion sometimes comes off as hatred. Trust me, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate anyone. If I don't talk about this, it means that I hate you. Like I said, nowadays, this topic that I'm talking about, everything, the way that I've said it, the things that I say, it's always going to come off as hatred. And I'm okay. I'm okay with being called a hateful person because I'm against certain things. I'm okay with it because at least I know that I love someone enough to speak up about something. God knows that I love people. I don't think I'm ever going to change from this either. I don't know where my passion about speaking up about these things, because like I said, I lived in a family that just wanted me to be seen and not heard. Maybe, maybe that's actually why. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. And I'm not trying to make this about me, but I'm trying to tell you this is why I want to speak about this stuff. Because for so long, I haven't been heard. For so long, I've been misunderstood. For so long, people think that I'm hateful. And I'm not. Gen Z, as much of all the things that I have said about you guys, listen, I love you. It don't feel like love, I know. But I love you. I love you enough not to coddle you. I love you enough not to uh, keep my mouth shut about the things that you're doing. I love people enough to say that's wrong. Because there is a right and a wrong. There is no blurred line in the sand. There is a line. People want to mess with it. But it's still there. Even if you do it, even if you blur it, even if you erase the line, I'll still be there to draw it. Because there always should be. We have to understand that there is a right and a wrong. You can't wrong a right, 
And you can't right or wrong. It's either right or wrong. Just like pedophilia will always be evil and wrong. Gen Z, quit validating them. That's what they want. And like I said, my belief, I don't, I don't believe in homosexuality. I don't, I don't believe in any of that stuff. But at least I love you enough to say that. I know I'll automatically be hated or be labeled as a hateful person. It's fine. At least I know that what I said has reached at least one person. Maybe one person. And that's okay. If it's reached one person and the rest of you think that I'm hateful, I'm okay with that. But I had to get it out there. I had to get it out there because most of the time when I talk about the LGBTQ, I try not to talk about it. But now I'm just, I have to talk about it. And the reason why is because the, you know, Gen Z has adopted that community as as part of their identity. And I feel like... If you truly identify yourself as something in that community, if you truly feel that way or whatever, I, it's fine. I don't, I don't, I'm not for it, but I can't control you. That's what I'm trying to say. But then there are people in Gen Z that think that they have to be this way in order to be accepted. They feel like this is a real way of life that has to be adopted in order to live a comfortable life and peaceful life. That's what I'm trying to say. Gen Z has adopted the LGBTQ community as their own identity and they keep adding to it to fit their own own imagination and they think that being straight is evil god forbid somebody who is gen z is straight because then they would be hated god forbid if they're actually white they would be hated it's all about avoiding hate isn't it gen z it's all about avoiding being hated well uh, the world will always hate you somehow, some way. You can't control that. You can't control how people feel about you. And that is okay. You can't control if someone hates you. I know for a fact that after I post this episode, there's going to be a lot of people that don't like me. There's going to be... Probably at least someone out there that may hate me because of what I said. I'm okay with that. Because I know not everybody's going to love me. Not everyone's going to agree with me. I understand that. I'm not here to convert anybody. I'm not here to do that. But if everybody's voice is heard, why can't mine? Everybody nowadays in this society is has just been avoided being hated because being hated must be 
so terrible. If, if you're, if you have a different unpopular opinion about something, like me being against LGBTQ, or me not liking the mentality of Gen Z, immediately, if I cared, I would care about being hated. But I don't. I don't care, because I've been in this world a little long. I've been, I've been here long enough to know that not everybody's gonna love me. Not everybody's gonna like me. Not everybody's going to accept me. And that's okay. Gen Z needs to grow up and learn that as well. Not everybody's going to call you by your pronouns. Not everybody's going to accept your sexuality or gender or identity. Not everyone is going to accept that. Not everybody's going to have the same opinion as you. Doesn't mean that you have to demonize them. It just means you have to learn to coexist with them. It just means that you have to respect each other. Especially your elders. Jesus Christ. Quit throwing chairs at your teachers. Quit trying to demonize your parents because they told you to clean your freaking room. It's way of life. Get over it. You haven't been persecuted. You haven't been demonized. You haven't been hurt. You haven't been, um, what is it? mentally assaulted, you haven't been domestically terrorized, shut up. There are more important things out there to talk about than your sexuality. I don't know why that's just become such a big thing nowadays. Maybe that's just because I'm straight and I have a biased opinion. Maybe. I don't know. But I know that I don't sit there and say, I'm a straight white woman. Hi, my name is Sarah. I, I'm not going to lay out my whole identity for everybody. Neither should you. Anyway, for all of you who have listened, thank you for listening, even if it was a very small amount. If I offended you, I'm not sorry. If I hurt you, I'm not sorry. That's just how the world works. That That's how life is. So, um, listen. Thank you for listening. I will see you in the trenches next time, if you want to come back. Thank you.